G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Life, Culture and Current Events from a Biblical Perspective, 2020 on Vision. Well, coming up on December the 7th, there is an important commemoration that will happen in many parts of the world. Uh, Well, especially in the United States, given that December the 7th was the day that the Japanese attacked Pearl Harbor. And so no doubt there'll be commemorations uh, with the loss of lives and all of the tragedy that came about uh, bringing the United States into the Second World War. Well, there's a story or two which go hand in hand with the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor that bring about a real Christian connection. As you might know, Graham MacDonald, the founder of Did You Know, the website with a whole lot of great uh, Christian history stories, and especially when it comes to Australia's Christian history, Graham's joining us to talk about the Pearl Harbor Connection. Hello, Graham. Welcome back to 2020. Oh, hi, Neil. Thank you. I appreciate the opportunity. Uh, Well, Graham, I don't know how old you might have been if you saw the war movie Torah, Torah, Torah. I was fairly young when I saw it, and those... Uh, Words uh, echoed around in my mind as a boy uh, becoming a man and it became sort of one of those movies that, you know, that epitomised what happened in World War II and the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbour. Uh, Did you see the movie when you were younger? Actually, I must confess, I don't recollect ever seeing the movie, um, but there's been a more recent um, release uh, on Pearl Harbor, which is, uh, I think, more about the love story than about the actual attack and all those other things. But, uh, yeah, I think there's a lot of things that were missed in the um, in the, the uh, newer version. But, uh, as you said in the, the beginning, there, there is a, a wonderful story to be told, which has does have a really strong Christian connection. And the connection comes to one of the key Japanese fighter pilots, Captain Mitsuo Fukida. I hope I've got his name pronounced right. I hope so too. But that's how I say it anyhow. Actually, he he was the lead commander of that particular uh, attack. And uh, he was the lead commander. He had um, six other air commanders uh, under him who were also in that attack and 32 squadron leaders. It was quite a huge, huge... um, a, a lot of planes there was something like there were there were there was 360 planes that were in this in this initial attack on Pearl Harbor well of course the human cost was huge 2000 military and civilians killed more than 1000 injured and as the story begins to unfold about Captain Mitsuo Fukida, that doesn't really emerge until after the war. But uh, join the dots for us here, Graham. Yeah, well, the, the, as I say, he was the, um, the, the key person. And uh, obviously this was, this was his life. This was his identity um, to be so high up in the, in the uh, Japanese armed forces. So he leads the attack on Pearl Harbor, but he also is the same person who led the first attack on Pearl Harbor on Darwin, 
um, there were two attacks on Darwin in one day, and he he led the uh, the first one on da- on Darwin, and uh, on on that particular day in Darwin there was uh, 243 military and civilians uh, killed and some 400 odd injured. So he um, yeah he he was obviously right up there near the top with some of the trusted um, leaders in in the uh, in the Japanese um, air force. And um, yeah, obviously he, that's why he was chosen to be this this particular leader on these um, these uh, sorties. So the Christian connection has an Australian connection too. Not only was he leading the attack on Pearl Harbor, but also was leading the attack on Darwin. And he's also responsible, uh, Graham, for the saying "Torah, Torah, Torah." Yeah, the, he he was. Uh, th- this was his like um, cry of triumphant uh, triumphantism because he, he as he led the the charge, he'd seen the devastation on particularly on Pearl Harbor, but um, but then um, through through the war, um, some incredible things happened to him. Um, he actually um, crashed into the sea on six occasions and lived. Um, he had his appendix out. And uh, he was on a uh, on a hospital ship recuperating, and the ship got bombed, and uh, he was blown into the sea, and both his ankles were broken, but he lived. Um, and then, then he, when sort of at the after the war, he started thinking about the things that had happened, that had gone before, and he realised that out of those. Uh, out of the six air commanders that he'd, he'd had under him and the 32 squadron leaders, he was the only sole survivor of those uh, those that led that charge on, on Pearl Harbor back in December um, 7, 1941. And he was eventually handed a Christian tract. Now, this is where a parallel story comes into understanding the connection here with Pearl Harbor and uh, with the bombing of Darwin, and that involves a uh, soldier called Jake de Chaser. Uh, what's his story? Well, Jake de Chaser had been, uh, was an, an American soldier, and he'd been uh, dropped into China because the Japanese had taken over large chunks of China. And so he, he was flown in, dropped in behind the lines, and he got, um, got caught. So um, when he, he was then taken off off the uh, off from China into um, into Japan into a prisoner of war camp, and he was treated so badly, he just absolutely hated the the uh, guards. He couldn't believe how cruel and how um, how they just treated the prisoners. But somehow, you know, and this is strange that we read about how God works in mysterious ways, and God actually arranged for somehow for Bibles to be given out in that prisoner of war camp. So, so Jake DeShazer, he he starts reading the Bible and he starts reading about forgiveness and how Jesus died on the cross, take the punishment for his sin, and um, that he could have peace with God, and he have peace with man, and and all of these things. And and he he like he it was outside of his thinking originally. But then he then came to that point where he made that decision to make Christ his Lord and his Saviour. And he actually made a, a, a commitment to God. He said, Lord, he said, if America wins this war, I will go home and be trained as a, a missionary. And I will come back and tell the Japanese people about the Lord Jesus Christ. And uh, that, that's exactly what he did. But his story had been written down by the Pocket Testament League. 
And this was the story that was handed to um, Fatida when he was um, on his way actually to the um, war, war tribunals, uh, which added to his um, discomfort and his shame. But he was handed this and he read it and he said, here's a man who read the Bible, had peace, had forgiveness, um, had love, had all of these things. And, and Fatida, he, 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 couldn't, he couldn't understand it. And so he, he bought a Bible, um, started reading it, um, read, I think, about 30 pages and felt that he needed to know more. Took, um, took the Bible to um, the Pocketestment League in, um, in Tokyo and uh, the people there helped him to understand. He came into a uh, decision to follow Jesus. He committed his life to, to Jesus Christ and spent basically the rest of his life traveling the world telling others about Jesus. It is an amazing story and two parallel stories when we talk about Jake DeShazer and also when we talk about this Japanese uh, flight commander, Captain Mitsuo Fukida. And there might be some more things we'll continue on to talk about in just a short while. Stay with us. Uh, Graham McDonald uh, from Did You Know? And the Did You Know website is didyouknow.info. And we'll continue our conversation in just a short while. Well, we're hearing a wonderful story, a Christian connection to not only the bombing of Pearl Harbor, but also the bombing of Darwin. The Japanese pilot, Captain Mitsuo Fukida, uh, was involved in both of those attacks on Pearl Harbor on December the 7th and then, of course, the bombing on Darwin. Graham MacDonald from Did You Know, the website, with a whole bunch of great stories on Australian Christian history, is with us as we talk through what's happened here. Uh, Graham, as we recount, uh, we've got the uh, Torah, Torah, Torah saying, Tiger, 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 the attack on Pearl Harbor. You've got a parallel story of an American serviceman who had come to Christ and who had decided to serve God as a missionary in Japan. And leaflets that were being handed out found their way into the hands of Captain Mitsuo Fukida, who eventually found Christ. It is an amazing story of how the parallel stories of two men of opposite sides have come together, and it was God's plan in that that would happen. I think it's incredible. When you, when you go back over um, Fakita's life, you see all the different places where he could have been killed and, and what have you. But I think the other, the other um, interesting thing is to keep in mind is that in the Japanese culture, to lose or to become a prisoner was the, the shame that was involved was that was terrible. Um, many, many Japanese um, people, many Japanese soldiers would actually commit suicide rather than be caught. Um, and in fact, those that, that, that were prisoners of war here in in Cowra, in, in um, western uh, part of New South Wales, you know, they there was um, about two thousand of those. And during 1944, there was um, a thousand of those men broke out of the Cowra Detention Centre. It was the largest um, prison break of a prisoner of war uh, camp in World War Two, And in that, in the stories that came out of that were where, the, because of this shame of being caught or captured, they would, they would, some of them would actually kill each other. They would commit suicide. 
and uh, and and this is the the background to Fakida is that he 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 loses his position as in in the in the army they've lost the war the shame that's involved in that he goes back to his farm um and with that comes depression and you know you, you it's you have to think about here's a man who is like top of the tree he loses everything and everything that he ever fought for belongs to the, his enemy and so he he's he's in a in a very dark place in terms of his emotional and emotional being and then when he gets this tract, he, he reads things like forgiveness and peace. And, and like it's just outside his thinking, particularly at that point in time in his life. And yet God uses that to turn this man, man around, to challenge him to at least, okay, to share the border, a Bible, I'll buy a Bible. So he just takes those very simple steps. And then God continues to lead him through until he comes to that point of making the decision. And then he takes takes the rest of his life he's, there's um you know film on on some of the um uh, older um, tv channels where he's actually being interviewed in the states he actually meets this jake de um and so you know it, it's just an incredible story of how god used somebody whose original mindset was in one direction and then god intervened and uh, just turned it around and uh, turned it around for good uh, Graham, great testimony as well for an organisation like the Pocket Testament League mm. uh, who produced those tracts, uh, the power of a tract and those tracts would still have some level of uh, really amazing power today too in the hands of a believer who'll hand out a tract when they don't necessarily have a long time to talk through a whole lot of issues. Uh, the Pocket Testament League, a, a wonderful testimony of a great organisation that had the gospel right at their forefront of, of what they were doing. Yeah, and they've, they've literally um, printed hundreds of millions of tracks over the years, um, right through the uh, right through the last you know four or five decades. But um, but yeah, a wonderful organisation. And uh, actually, there's a very interesting connection that uh, with Cadbury. It's Helen Cadbury, uh, John Cadbury of Cadbury Chocolate. He's um, a granddaughter was the one of the instigators of the Pocket Testament League way, way, way back in England. Yes, uh, that's a wonderful story, and we've spoken of that one before on 2020 as well. Uh, but a great story today. Graham MacDonald is the founder of the Did You Know website with some wonderful stories of Christian connections throughout Australia's history. Now, the Did You Know website, didyouknow.info, now, that's a D-I-D-U-N-O dot info, just in case you're wondering about the spelling. Graham MacDonald, great getting your insights as always. Thanks so much for being with us again today on 2020. Thanks, uh, Neil. Appreciate again the opportunity. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.